welcome the Concordia Center for Spiritual Living. We are a New Thought spiritual community in Rhode Island that's dedicated to practical spirituality and activities that can empower you to create a life of abundance, health, joy, and meaning. As you listen to this recording of a recent talk given at the center, please know that wherever you are on your spiritual path, we are knowing God's highest and best for you. Oh, good morning. I wasn't sure if I was getting introduced, but you all know me, so I didn't have to be. <laughs> uh. You know, it is coming home. And I say that every time, and I'm going to say that every time. This is coming home to me. I walk, I, I only, even just driving in front of the building makes me smile. But seeing your faces, you are my spiritual family, and I love you. Whether I see you all the time or not, I love you, and I'm grateful for you. So I have to start with that and put, get that out of the way. And is someone upstairs doing my slides for me? Yep. Wonderful. Okay. So if we can go to the first one. Okay. And I don't know, did you, is that technically, I guess it is my first one. Uh, <laughs> wasn't what I had sent, so I wasn't sure. This month in, Centers of Spiritual Living. We actually had a, uh, the, the title for CSL Global was The Mundane, the Sacred, and the Profane. Oh my. Oh my. And you know, one of the gifts of this, our philosophy, because that's what we are, we're a philosophy, we're a teaching, we're not a religion, we're not telling you how to think, we just, you know, we help people and support people in thinking for themselves, from the spirit within. And in that, you know, we have these judgments in ourselves sometimes. You know, we look at the world and we see things that we may not like. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today and how do we get past that? How do I step beyond what society says or what my ego says or what even you know, social media or the norm is, and see everything as sacred, and realize that if everything out there is sacred, then everything right here is sacred. And we get it. We say oneness. We preach oneness. We say it all the time. And then we watch something and we say, they did that. So we're going to talk about coming back home into this place of centered gratitude, regardless of what I see, that unshaken truth. So I want to ask you, really close your eyes for a moment, if, if you feel comfortable, and I want you to think about for a moment, what could you not live without? What in your life could you not possibly live without? Now for some, keep thinking, 
you can put whatever you want on the list. Could be coffee, could be yoga, it could be people, could be nature, health, faith, of course, spiritual community, which is one of my favorites. That divine connection. You ever think about that? Okay, you can open your eyes. Are you living in a way that supports that? Are you living in a way that those things are everyday things? You talk about them, you act about, you, you do what you need to do to make sure your life is full of what is most important for you. Because that's the wellspring of, the, the wellspring of gratitude. It's choice in every choice that we make of who I speak to, what I watch, what I read, where I go, what I do, what I don't do. The self-talk and the tone of it. You know, there's so much in our society. You know, we talk about mundane, the, ordi the ordinary things. It's just commonplace. You know, you might have to get the kids to school, or you might have to just cook dinner. Oh, I have to do dishes. I have to straighten the house. You know, do you realize how gifted you are to have a house? Do you ever think of it that way? When you get in the car and it's cold and the car is cold, do you ever think, what a gift to have a car and I don't have to walk? You know, do we think about where it came? The ordinary is not ordinary. You know, do we realize all of the gifts? You know, and sacred, well, that's easy. It's easy to say everything is, oh, yeah, everything's sacred. And then you turn on the TV or social media, and boom, that's gone. It doesn't take seconds to see that that's not what I want. That can't be. How can it possibly be? Well, Ernest Holmes you know, said, we believe in the, in part of our CSL Declaration of Principles, he said, we believe in the individualization of the spirit in us, and that all people are individualizations of the one spirit. So we can say that, and we know that, we could recite that, but do we live that way? Or is there an us and them? Is there, is there that part of us that thinks, well, they're uncivilized, or they don't know any better? You know, I think one of the biggest, most ridiculous terms I've ever heard is holy war. There's nothing to me that's holy about a war. And yet, everyone in all of Israel and all of that area that in their core is what they believe. Now, my beliefs are not that, and I think it's ridiculous. But the truth is, they were raised to believe this. This is in their, their, their soul, they believe, leads them to this. Now, I believe the soul is spirit, so couldn't. <laughs> but that's just my belief, and, and it's none of my business what they believe. It's my business what I believe. So it's not up to me to change anyone or anything except me. I can pray. 
I can know the highest truth. I can do what my part is for the highest good in the world. But that can never happen when I'm angry, frustrated, sad, mad, resentful. When I am in anything but love, I am not serving to lift anything, not even me. So part of being in gratitude is choosing gratitude. So instead of being in a place of how could they, I'm grateful to know that there's nothing holy about war. I'm grateful to live in a place where when I put my head on the pillow, I'm not worried about something happening. I'm grateful to have the pillow. So it's learning how to restructure our life. And I, if we, somebody can they skip the, to the next. It, this is from Roger Teal. He says, whenever we dwell in the sense of fear and separation, we are to, to that degree dwelling in a self-created hell. Whenever we abide in revenge, judgment, or hatred, we are imprisoned in a personal hell. But what thought? does thought can undo we have the capacity to awaken and to offer our receptiveness to being uplifted to enter into the presence of the oneness of love whenever we choose to commune with divine presence i'm going to read that line again whenever we choose to commune with divine presence at our true center we are blessed and enlightened we return to heaven, our true home. It's right here. But when we choose to have that divine connection, and it sounds so easy. On a Sunday, you're listening to music, you're surrounded by wonderful people. It's so easy. Of course I'm going to ask. Of course I'm going to, when I get aggravated, ask spirit to, for me, I ask Two of, them, two of my easy ones prayers are, fix my eyes, because what I think I see isn't always what's really there, and I can choose to look somewhere else. So fix my eyes is, my, is one of my, you know, you know, and the other is beautify my thoughts. At that point, I know I need to completely wipe out everything else, because there's nothing that's going on up here that is going to serve me in any way. And it doesn't matter if it seems to be true. It doesn't matter, you know, if any of the, the, the stuff that we tell ourselves that goes with it. It doesn't matter. You know, I don't know about you, but if you, were, if you maybe prepared for the holidays and you did 800 things to prepare for the holidays and you just had the meal that took you literally 40 minutes at best, and you thought to yourself, why did I prepare for two weeks, getting everything I thought I needed, checking the list twice, and getting aggravated about whatever over what really was a half-hour meal? Anybody, nobody else can identify with that. It's clearly just me. You know, It's really being mindful that we get a choice. You know, for me, I, it, so much has changed. My perspective has changed, and I'm grateful. 
And it's not, life doesn't have to be perfect to be wonderful. Because there is no such thing as perfect. Or everything's perfect and I'm just perceiving it differently. Either way, I can still be in joy because joy is in me. It's an attribute of divine. It is always there. So we can always choose it, even though we don't always seem to be experiencing it. So if we can move to the next slide for me. Humankind has not woven the web of life. We are but one thread within it. Whatever we do to the web, we do to ourselves. All things are bound together. All things connect. Chief Seattle, Squamish Chief. We're all interconnected. So when I get mad at someone, something, some situation, I am the one that is damaged by that. There is nothing I can do to you because there is no you. Separation is one of those tricky things because we live in a world that is external, that tells us to only think externally. What I see is what is. What I feel is because of what I see. I'm triggered, it's over. So it's one of those things that we are in this place where the ego tells us, I have to take care of myself because what will they say? What will they do? And, and you know, whether or not you're out to get me isn't the point. I'm out to get me half the time. I can sabotage myself at every turn. And it's not on purpose. Worthiness is a tricky thing. You know, we are the beloved of the beloved. You are the beloved of the beloved. You are the beloved of the beloved. That means your birthright is infinity. You are a conscious co-creator. Or you're just a co-creator. So the whole trick to choosing is being that conscious co-creator. And being love, that's always the default. Be love. When all else fails, what would love do? What would love do? Because we know there's only love and law. And law, you know, love tells it what to do, and the law does it. And, you know, we see some people that have so much money, and we think, why do they have when they don't? And when we get caught up in all this stuff, love tells it what to do. Law carries it out. So the more we begrudge someone, the more we begrudge ourselves. The more I'm mad at you, it's really the part of me inside that I am not okay with. So there's so many things that we can do to be that conscious co-creator. Can we go to the next one? Thank you. In the sunlight of awareness, everything becomes sacred. Take not harm. Oh, how easy it is, isn't it? When we're, when we're in classes, when we're in, this, when we're in this place, oh, I cried all through the music. I love it. I come in the doors and I tear up. I see people, I tear up. You know, I, it's so easy for me to, to be in spiritual community and feel loved and be joyful. I wasn't like that an hour before I got here. I was worried about all kinds of things. My husband's like, it's not, the, it's not that, it's you. I'm like, you know, you're right, it is me. What's the matter with me this morning? 
And it's one of those things we all do it. So we get the opportunity to shift. And it's all a practice. It's all a muscle. And some people are better at it than others because they practice more. What's worth your attitude? What is worth your day? Be love. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Thumper's, Thumper's mother taught him that in Bambi. Okay, one of my proudest moments was when I had made my mother say that back to me. And she's like, because she was right. I said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And it's, again, it's one of those things that that's especially to ourselves. It is so important that we remind ourselves, put notes up around the house. Louise Hay is one of my, one of the people that I look up to, you know, and she's, I mean, of course she's gone on, but I love her example. Like she, to the day she died, she was doing pull-ups on a bar in her bathroom. She had affirmations all over the place. She wrote on her walls, on her mirrors. If she did that in the 90s and she was who she was, don't you think she would have known to do these things? She already knew how to be positive, but she still did it because we all need the reminders because life on the outside can be scary because our ego tells us that. And it's built into you and that's not gonna change. What does change is the switch between the ego and the spirit the ego and the spirit. You get that toggle. You get that, just like a light switch. Do you want to sit in the dark? Sit in the dark. You want to be miserable? Be miserable. Or you can start teaching yourself how to do things differently. When your voice gets raised, instantly you know, time to toggle. When you're angry at someone, a great test is if you're driving along and someone cuts you off and you're, you're like swearing at them. You're not at peace, okay? There's some work there to be done. So there's wonderful little reminders that tell us all through everything, am I being love? And it's not because then you can be the martyr and then you're the good person. It's because then you're happy. You can be love, which is what you truly are, which is that conscious creator that can only bring you good because you can't be loving and get something bad back. You can't. It's just how it works. What you give out, you receive. We know that. It's part of the law. It may not be in the immediate way that you want it to. You know, you don't get to choose the how. I don't get to choose how we come to world peace but you know that I am praying for it. You know that I am calling for it. I am living for it. I am knowing it. I am loving it. I'm choosing it consciously. But I'm not going to rail against what's going on or I'm doing the opposite. What are you paying attention to? And that's what you choose. And the next slide, please. Ernest Holmes said spirituality is a constant, consistent attempt to feel the presence of God in everything and everyone. Isn't that beautiful? I read that like five times. Last night, this morning, 
Isn't that beautiful? It's just an attempt, a consistent, that's a great word there. That means we have to keep doing it. Not once a week, all the time. You know, to feel the presence of God in everything and everyone. And isn't that what makes it sacred? To me, whatever it may be. You know, the spiritual tools aren't hard. But we have to remember them. We have to use them. The hammer will not work if you don't pick it up. It's just that simple. And neither will anything else. But we get a choice. That's our spiritual connection. People, places, things, all of that. Some people go to nature and they feel at home, at one. Some people, it's friendships that they feel that love and they feel that they can be free completely themselves. You know, if, if you're blessed to have a wonderful relationship with your child or your parent, it is a gift when you know someone that well and you love them just as they are. It's not always easy because we all have pointy edges but it's such a gift. And do you know when you recognize it the most? When they're gone. When they're not on this plane. They're always with us. But that's when you realize how much you love them. How much they influenced life. The gift. So we have all these gifts. Let's remember them. We get this choice. Let's choose it again and again. I am going to end with a poem, as I often do. It's a short one. It's called The Divine Architect. There is always music, although I may not be tuned in or listening. Spirit is always there, but am I connecting? Within my soul, God resides, yet at times, all I know fights to deny. I think it is mine to do, so I do not comply. And spirit waits for me to ask to be lifted up high. It is not about my way, but I choose how I walk through each day. I am the beloved of the beloved, and there is nothing I'm denied. In the stillness is where and how I comply. Be still and know the next right step. Be still and know the divine architect. Thank you, Spirit, for this sacred reminder. For in the chaos, at times I forget how to find you. So let's remember that. Let us remember that. And finally, our affirmation for the week. Let's go to that last slide. Our affirmation, if you can say it with me. Everything and everyone is holy and sacred, and I am grateful to know it. One more time. Everything and everyone is holy and sacred, and I am grateful to know it. And so it is. Thank you. Thank you. We hope that you enjoyed this audio recording. For more information about our center, please visit our website at www.concordiacsl.com. 
You can also visit us online at our Facebook page or our YouTube channel by searching for Concordia Center for Spiritual Living. If you're in the area, come join us at one of our Sunday celebration services. We'd love to welcome you there. Namaste and blessings.